friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's The Reading Bug. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Workman Publishing and their beautiful new book, The ABCs of Black History, written by Pushcart Prize-nominated poet Rio Cortez and illustrated by Lauren Summer. Please support our sponsor by purchasing this book for someone special on your holiday list at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hi, reader. Welcome back for part two of our lighthouse adventure. Part one was released earlier, so be sure to go back and listen if you haven't already. Reading Bug Adventures is written, performed, and produced by all of us at The Reading Bug, our family-owned independent bookstore. Please consider supporting us this year by shopping with us at thereadingbug.com. There, you can choose from millions of books and gifts, board games, recommendations from our staff, or even select custom care packages, handpicked with love by me and the rest of our bookstore staff. You can even choose books from your favorite Reading Bug Adventures episodes at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. Or sign every young reader on your shopping list up for a perfectly personalized subscription at readingbugbox.com. Books are selected and delivered each month to match the unique age, interests, and reading level of every subscriber, like only an independent bookstore like ours can do. A big thank you to Resonate Recordings, who does the sound mixing and mastery for every Reading Bug Adventures episode, and to Zencaster, which we use for remote recording during these challenging times. Another great big thanks to our sponsors and to all of you for helping us continue to create this podcast. It takes a lot of time to write and record every episode and song, and we really couldn't do it without your help. You're part of what makes Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. To become a patron and support our work, please visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Okay, reader, I think it's time we get back to our lighthouse adventure, don't you? In part one, we traveled back in time to see the Boston Light Lighthouse which helps protect ships in and around Boston Harbor. There, we met Sarah and Bastion, the children of the lighthouse keeper, who live in the lighthouse with their father. And today, it looks like they have a mystery on their hands. There's a storm rolling into the harbor, but the oil that keeps the lighthouse beacon lit has gone missing. We need to help them find it. On the count of three, why don't we all imagine ourselves back to the Boston Light on Little Brewster Island so we can help Sarah and Bastion solve this perplexing mystery. Are you ready? Great. Then count with me. One, two, three, let's fly. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. You're back. Great, because we've got some really important work to do together. That's right. We have a mystery to solve. The mystery of the missing lighthouse oil. Our friends, Sarah and Bastion, live here on Little Brewster Island in the Boston Harbor with their father, who's a lighthouse keeper for the Boston Light Lighthouse. But somehow, the oil that fuels the lighthouse beacon has gone missing. 
And there's a bad storm rolling into the harbor as we speak. If the lighthouse beacon runs out of oil, all the nearby ships will be in danger. That's right. Our lighthouse shines brightly over the waters when it's dark and stormy to warn ships of the nearby rocks. If they can't see our beacon, their ships may come too close to shore and crash in the shallow waters and cliffs. We simply have to find the fuel. And our father will be back any minute. He's just docking his small boat. He'll be furious if he finds out the oil's gone. We're going to need to do some detective work to help solve this mystery, reader. We're on a remote island, so there aren't many suspects. In fact, the only people on this island are us. And my father's apprentice, Simon. He was up cleaning the outside of the lighthouse windows and preparing for the storm when the fuel went missing, though. And we were all together, being hauled up the cliff in your bosun's chair. Bastion, are you sure someone took the fuel? I don't see how anyone could be a suspect, or what anyone's motive could possibly be. Do you think maybe you might have misplaced it, or remembered incorrectly? I... I don't think so. I retraced all my steps. Maybe you already brought it up the stairs and you forgot? I don't think I would have forgotten that. Carrying those heavy cans up the lighthouse stairs is really, really tough. Well, since you haven't checked upstairs yet, maybe that's where we should all begin our search. Besides, we'll need to check how much fuel is left and how long it will last. Follow me. It's a pretty long way up to the top. The lighthouse is about 75 feet tall, so it can be seen by ships from far away. I'm used to this staircase, but it comes as quite a shock to visitors. Because the oil has already been lit, it would be far too hot and bright for any of us to be in the lantern room. So we'll head to the room right underneath it. Keepers call this room the watch room, or the service room. It's where we usually keep extra fuel and other supplies. It's also where Father and Simon prepare the lanterns for the night and where Father keeps watch during a storm or when the fog has rolled in. It's also the room where we find the clockwork that makes the lighthouse beacon rotate. Rotate? Oh yes, Lauren. The lighthouse beacon spins around and around. For ships at sea, that makes it look like it's flashing so that it catches their attention. That's right, reading bug. I can take you to see the lantern room tomorrow in the daylight. It's the glassed-in room at the top of the lighthouse tower that houses the burning oil and the Fresnel lens that's used to concentrate the light from the fire to create a strong beam. Fresnel? I've never heard that word before. Fresnel is a funny word, isn't it? The spelling bee would love it. It has a silent S, and it's spelled F-R-E-S-N-E-L. That's right. And Fresnel lenses are not just used in our lighthouse. They're used in lighthouses all over the United States. The Fresnel lens was invented by Augustin Fresnel in 1822. He used his understanding of optics, the science of light, to make a lighthouse lens that made the light source shine brighter than it ever had before. Fresnel lenses are comprised of magnifying glasses that are combined with carefully cut pieces of glass and mounted in a metal frame in a way that directs the light from a lamp into one very strong beam. You sure know a lot about lighthouse lights, Sarah. I've done quite a lot of reading, and I ask my father a lot of questions. She sure does. Our lighthouse's Fresnel is a second-order lens. Fresnel lenses are ranked by order. A first-order lens is the largest and most expensive, and a sixth-order lens is the smallest and least expensive. So our second-order lens is a really big lens, which means that our beacon can be seen from miles away. 
It also means that it's really expensive, so we have to take really good care of it. Lauren, if you want to look at a modern-day Fresnel lens, just take a look at the headlights on an automobile. Most headlights used Fresnel lenses made out of plastic concentrate the lights so that the headlights can be seen from far away, even in the fog. Headlights on an automobile? I've heard rumors that someone has invented a gasoline-powered vehicle called an automobile in Europe, but I didn't know that they had Fresnel lenses on them. Ha! <laughs> here we are, the watch room. It's hot in here. Oh, yes, you can really feel the heat from the lantern room just above us in here, can't you? But just as I thought, no fuel. And Sarah, the lamp is running low on oil already. I don't think we have more than an hour left before the beacon goes out. Is there anywhere else we can look? Anywhere the missing fuel might be hidden? Well, outside there's an open platform called the main gallery and another platform outside the lantern room called the lantern gallery. But those platforms are mostly used for cleaning the outside of the watch room and the lantern room windows. Speaking of window cleaning, didn't you say that Simon was up here cleaning windows earlier in the day? Yes. Well then, why is this window so dirty? That's the lookout window and, ugh, you're right, it is dirty. If Simon were up here, he would have cleaned this window too. I cleaned the inside before you three arrived, but the outside hasn't been touched. So Simon wasn't cleaning the lighthouse windows when the fuel went missing? Certainly doesn't appear that way. Reader, Lauren, if Simon wasn't where we thought he was when Bastion's lamp oil went missing, then maybe he's a suspect after all. Has anyone seen Simon recently? I think we need to ask him a few questions. Come to think of it, I haven't seen Simon since early this morning when he stopped by the cottage, but but why would he take the oil? That's something we'll need to figure out if we're going to solve this mystery. Hey, look. Is that smoke rising from the top of the house over there? It's hard to see through all the fog, but I'm nearly certain I see gray smoke coming up through that smokestack. Oh, that's our fog signal building, Lauren. Simon and I stoked the fire earlier for the steam foghorn, so we'll begin hearing its sound any minute. The foghorn is another alert for the ships at sea. Sometimes the fog is so thick that the lights get difficult to see, so the sound from the foghorn warns them that they are getting close to land. It's really loud, but it takes some time to build up enough steam pressure to sound the horn. So, even if we can't find the oil, sailors will still be able to hear the foghorn? Hopefully, yes. That's a relief, but... Bastion, you said you stoked the fire with Simon. Oh, yes, just before I went to get the oil, and a few minutes before I heard you yelling. That was the last time I saw him. It sounds like it was the last time anyone saw him. But Bastion, the fox signal building is behind us. You can't see it out of the watch window. You what? It's that way. The building in front of us is the keeper's cottage. But... You said your family lives in the lighthouse and not in the Keeper's Cottage, Sarah. That's right. Reading Bug, no one lives in the Keeper's Cottage. No one? Well, then who lit the fire that's making that smoke? Sarah, do, do, do you think it's the lighthouse ghost? Ghost? What do you 
ghost. Well, before my father became the lighthouse keeper for the Boston Light, we heard stories that the original keeper, a man named George Worthylake, still haunts the island. But I'm sure those are just stories. Remember what I told you, Bastion? There's no such things as ghosts. Then what's that? What's what, Bastion? Oh, reader, look. In the window of the keeper's cottage, I can see something white and glowing. But... What is it? I can't see very well through all the rain and fog. It's the ghost. Don't be silly, Bastion. Lauren, reader, reading bug, Bastion. We have to find the oil. The lantern is almost out of fuel and will stop burning in just a few minutes. That's right. And we know that none of us took the oil. We were too busy being rescued from the cliffs or doing the rescuing, which means that our prime suspects are Simon, who was supposed to be washing the windows but hasn't been seen lately, or the ghost of George Worthylake, who appears to be in the keeper's cottage below us. There is no ghost. But our only clue to where the oil might be is the smoke coming out of that chimney. We have to go check it out. Please, follow me. Check it out? But Sarah, the lighthouse ghost is in there. Reader, reading bug, what do you think? Should we go with Sarah to check out the keeper's cottage, even though it might be haunted? It is haunted. I'll keep telling you. Bastion, that's enough of that. We're going to the cottage to find Simon and the oil, and that's that. And we're coming with you. After you saved us, we couldn't possibly let you face danger alone. Okay. Okay, then stay close behind me. I'll open the lighthouse door, and we'll all run through the rain to the cottage together. Are you ready? Ready. Ready. Run! We made it. Now, can anyone see inside? Yes, and the white ghost floating in the window is still there. Look, that's it. I'm going back. Bastion, stop. Come back. Sarah, I think he's right. Look, there's something white and bright floating in that window. Reader, can you see it? It's got a roundish shape, and it's swaying gently back and forth. I think we should follow Bastion back to the lighthouse. No, 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 look. That's not a ghost at all. Look carefully. Someone hung a white cloth over a lantern. It's swaying because the door is slightly open and the wind from the storm is blowing it to and fro. Oh, oh, yes, I see it. Just a lantern. Phew, that's a relief. But was someone trying to make it look like a ghost? I don't know, but look just past the lantern. It's the missing oil. Come on. We're running out of time. We need to get it and bring it back up to the lighthouse light. Come with me, please. I'm, I'm going to need your help to carry it. We did it, Reader. We found the oil. We sure did. But we still don't know what it's doing out here in the keeper's cottage. Or who took it in the first place. I don't think we've solved the mystery just yet. Help me pick up the oil. We'll need to carry it back together. Not so fast. Oh, Simon, there you are. We didn't know where you'd gone. Can you help me carry this oil back to the lighthouse? The lantern is almost burned out. I'm sorry, Sarah, but I can't help you. You're not going anywhere. Not going anywhere? What What do you mean? 
I mean, I took the oil in the first place and hid it in here. Then, I lit the fireplace and hung the lantern in the window to trick you into coming here alone. And now, I'm going to lock you inside while I make my escape. The only one going anywhere tonight is me. And your bug friend. Me? Yes, you. I had to hastily throw together this plan. But, Bug, don't you see? It was all about you. What do you mean it was all about the reading bug? We've never even met you. (laughs) You may not know me, but I know you. As soon as I saw you come up the bosun's chair and heard this little bug talking, I knew exactly who you were. I'm confused. You're the talking ladybug who starred in the Barnum and Bailey Circus, but gave up fame and fortune, and you disappeared. I did star in the circus with P.T. Barnum on one of our adventures. Yes, and I'm sure that P.T. Barnum would pay a pretty penny to get you back into his show. So that's where I'm taking you. Back to the circus, where I'll get my reward. No, you can't. Simon, don't do this, please. If we don't get the oil to the lantern, many ships will be in danger in the storm tonight. Yes, I'm sorry about that, but I plan to escape under the cover of darkness. I never wanted to be a lighthouse keeper in the first place. And once P.T. Barnum pays me for his superstar bug, I'll never have to be one again. Come on, bug. Come with me, or else I'll take all of you. And I can't be blamed if any of you were to fall overboard. Lauren, Reader, Sarah, let me go with him. I'll find a way to get back to you, I promise. But I can't put you in danger. But Reading Bug, we... I'll be fine, I promise. You just find a way to get out of here and get help for me, okay? Come on, Bug, I don't have all day. Okay, fine, here I come. Great. Then, as for the rest of you, you can wait out this storm from inside the Keeper's Cottage. I'm locking the door. Don't even think of trying to come after me. No, no! How how could Simon do something like this? He's locked us all inside. We'll never get the oil back to light the lamp now. I've let everyone down. Sarah, you haven't let anyone down. We're going to get through this and save the reading bug. We have to. What about Bastion? What about him? Well, he's not with us. Maybe we can get him to let us out. But how? The storm is too loud. He's never going to hear us calling. Unless... Unless? Yes. Unless we called him without using any sound. Without using sound? Sarah, that doesn't make any sense. We'll use Morse code, Lauren. Morse code? What's that? Morse code is an alphabet that uses dots, dashes, and spaces to represent each letter. People often use light to communicate messages in Morse code. For ships at sea... Morse code messages are transmitted by radio, and my whole family can understand a message sent in Morse code. That's wonderful, Sarah. Let's send a message to Bastion right away. Tell him that Simon has the reading bug and that we're trapped in the keeper's cottage. <laughs> well, that's, that's a long message in Morse code, Lauren. I've got something simpler in mind. Here, try this. Take the lantern from the window and hold the sheet in front of it. Great. Now, remove the sheet for a second, allowing the light to shine through the window, then quickly cover it again. When I say dot, show the light very briefly. 
And when I say dash, show it a little longer before covering. Ready? I, I think so. Okay then. Dot. 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 Dash. 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 Dot. 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 Great! That's Morse code? It sure is. But what does it mean? Dot, dot, dot is the code for the letter S. And dash, dash, dash is the code for the letter O. So we spelled S-O-S? S-O-S? That's right, S-O-S. It's the International Morse Code Distress Signal. It's easy to send, easy to receive, and easy to interpret. Keep flashing those lights until Bastion sees it. He'll definitely know what it means. Do you remember the code reader? Right. Dot, 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 the code for S. Dash, 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 the code for O. Dot, 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 the code for S again. Great! Sarah, Sarah, what are you doing in here? The lighthouse light is almost out. And Bastion, why is all the oil in the keeper's cottage? You found the oil, Sarah. But what happened? I saw your distress signal through the window and came as fast as I could. And on the way, I found Father, too. Father, Bastion, Simon was the one who hid the oil and locked us in here. Simon? Hello, sir. Uh, Yes, uh, my name is Lauren, and this is my reader friend. And it seems your lighthouse apprentice was more interested in getting rich by stealing our friend the reading bug than he was in his being an apprentice lightkeeper. Lauren, reader, it's nice to meet you. Thank you for helping keep my dear Sarah safe. My name is Willard Emerson, and I am the lighthouse keeper here. We've heard all about you, sir, but I'm afraid we're running out of time. Simon has taken our friend, and the lantern in your lighthouse will go dark any second, leaving all the ships at sea in danger during the storm. You're right. We'll need to act quickly. I hired Simon. I should be the one to confront him. I'll race toward the dock and see if I can stop him and rescue your friend. Bastion, I'm going to need your help. Of course, Father. But Father, what about the lighthouse? Sarah, I need you to attend to the lighthouse. Me? But you said that I should stick to women's work. I know what I said, Sarah. And I'm sorry. I only wanted to keep you safe. You are the very best apprentice keeper I have ever worked with. You study hard work hard, and show a passion for this work that I certainly never saw in Simon. Other women have become lighthouse keepers, and you will light the way for more women still by following in their footsteps. There is nothing that you cannot do once you put your mind to it, and if this is what you want to do, then you have my support. You can do great things. Nobody's done before. Be the keeper of dreams. Open up those doors. So keep on shining. Don't give up the fight. You'll lead the way. You'll provide the light. Yes, climb, climb, climb. Be a beacon of light. You're leading the way. Shining through the night So climb, climb, climb To the tower's top No time to mope Hold on to 
that hope you can do great things nobody's done before be the keeper of dreams open up those doors so keep on shining don't give up the fight you'll lead the way you provide the light Yes, climb, 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 be a beacon of light. You're leading the way, shining through the night. So climb, climb, climb to the tower's top. No time to mope. Hold on to that hope. Now, quickly, go. I won't let you down, Father. Lauren, reader, help me get this oil to the lighthouse and up the stairs. Hurry! Oh no, look! The light is already dimming. We have to hurry. After we get the oil upstairs and into the oil well for the lantern, I'll need to log everything that's happened today into our lighthouse logbook. Since I'm the apprentice now, what a tear that will be! That should take me several hours to log, but with the storm, I won't be sleeping much anyway. I'll need to keep a watch on the beacon, wind the clockwork to get the light spinning, check on the foghorn, oh my! Sarah, you'll be brilliant in your new role as lighthouse apprentice. A shining light! Here we are! Lauren, reader, set your oil down there in the corner. We'll be using it later on tonight. I'll need to carefully pour mine into this hole, which leads into the reservoir that lights the lantern. Oh, my hands are shaking. I've seen Father and Bastion and Simon do this so many times, but I've never actually done it myself. You've got this, Sarah. We believe in you. Don't we, reader? There you go. You're doing it. Great work! And look... It's working already. The light is getting brighter and brighter, shining out into the stormy night to warn all the nearby ships. Sarah, you've saved the day. All the work you've done to study and learn to be a lighthouse keeper's apprentice really paid off when you had the chance to do the job. Well, I couldn't have done it without all your help. Or the reading bugs. I sure hope she's okay. She is! We got her back from Simon just before he was able to sail away with her on his boat. Thanks for the daring rescue. Hey, Lauren, Reader, Sarah, looks like you've got this lighthouse working well again. Great job! It's a good thing we found Simon when we did. I don't think he or the reading bug here would have made it to shore with those storm waves crashing the way they are. But where is Simon? We locked him in the keeper's cottage. Just until the storm passes and the authorities can come on shore to sort out this mess. Sarah, you and your friends have done an expert job in here. You'll make a terrific apprentice. I only wish I'd made you an apprentice sooner. Well, Father, I still have a lot of work to do tonight, taking care of the lantern through the storm. But you're right, I am an excellent apprentice. Say, Lauren, Rita, Reading Bug, would you like to stay to watch how I operate the lighthouse through tonight's storm? Oh, Sarah, we'd love to join you, but now that we've helped you solve the mystery of the missing oil, we need to head back to our family and friends. I understand. Of course. Thank you for all your help and encouragement. Of course. 
And good luck in your new Lightkeeper apprenticeship. Goodbye, Lauren. Goodbye, reader. Goodbye, reading bug. Please visit again. You're welcome back anytime. Goodbye. Thank you. Now, everybody, it's time to be on our way. On my count, three jumps, then into the book bag with me. One jump, two jumps, three jumps, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. We're zipping out across the ocean and back into the future. Reader, look! That was a real scare, but thankfully we were able to find the oil and keep the lighthouse's beacon lit through the storm. And how exciting that Sarah was able to become her father's apprentice. You know, history is full of female lightkeepers. I wonder if maybe some of them followed Sarah's example. I'm sure they did. Remember, when you do something no one has done before, you set an example for others to follow. A beacon for other ships. Exactly right, Reading Bug. What an amazing adventure. I learned so much. Thank you, Reading Bug. Of course. If you want to learn more about lighthouses, you can read any of the books in my book bag. A complete list can be found at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. Thanks for all your help today, reader. We couldn't have done it without you. Hey, we're back. You're right. We're back home after a long day and after having successfully solved a mystery. Great work, everybody. When you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything As you grow, you'll show this world That you can be anything You could write a book or fly a plane Build a house with a giant crane Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can see it through Just by being you Cause you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything As you grow, you'll show This world that you can be anything You could sing your way into a Broadway show Don't let anyone tell you no Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can make your dreams come true Just by being you Thank you for adventuring with us today, reader. It's time for me and the reading bug to go now, but we can't wait to see you on our next reading bug adventure. Bye-bye. Bye. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Workman Publishing and their new book, The ABCs of Black History. This rhyming nonfiction book is beautifully illustrated by Lauren Summer and written by Pushcart Prize-nominated poet Rio Cortez. It's a really, really special book, Lauren. It teaches the ABCs, of course, so it's great for even the littlest readers. And it is full of detailed information about the people, places, and events mentioned in the text. So it's great for big readers, too. 
I agree, Reading Bug, and I'm thrilled to recommend it to our listeners. It would make a great gift for someone special on your nice list. It sure would. The rhyming text is beautifully poetic, and the illustrations are vibrant, exciting, and fun. It's a joy to read, and it's full of some really important history that everyone should learn more about. This is the first alphabet picture book dedicated to the subject. It's a story of big ideas, hope, and love. It sure is, and I definitely recommend it. You can purchase The ABCs of Black History by Rio Cortez at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thanks to Workman Publishing for their support. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors as well. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe, and Brandon Savage, and by Julie Beckham, Declan Polly, and Ryan Polly. Original music was written and performed by me. Sound mixing and mastery is by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.